Hello. I'm here talking to Kendall. I'm here talking to Annie. We are talking about Charles Starkweather's rampage. Content warnings are for sexual assault and geography. Sources are in the show notes. Everything is alleged, but this is definitely tell no one. Enjoy. Charles Starkweather, Mm -hmm. born in Lincoln in 1938. Okay. Would that be the Depression? Same year as my grandpa. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Blue collar family, a pretty good home, but we are being bullied. We're bow-legged. Oh. But that kind of healed up. And before long, we're athletic. We're doing fine. Oh, so yeah, my legs worked just fine. I think you'll find my bow legs can carry me wherever I want them to. You hear that? And eventually he became the bully. That happens. It began like only targeting people who had been mean to him before. But after a while, he's just kind of a dick. Okay. A friend from the time called him like really fucking kind, kinder than anyone if he liked you. He'd do anything for you if he liked you, but he could be mean and he could be cruel. If you were bigger than him, like better looking, anything that made him feel inferior, he'd make a point of challenging you and like bringing you down. Well, I'm going to be frank. If there's anyone who's the nicest person you've ever seen, yeah, you're yeah. freaking, you're putting, you're covering something up. Or like, what are we proving? What are we proving? Right. Are we proving? Like, why are you trying to like get me on your side? Yeah. For like the war to come. What's going on? By that time, by 18, his mother and father are afraid of him. Uh Uh-oh. Big fucking problem, huh? Bye. Um, He had violent outbursts that they were fucking afraid of. Sure. I need to tell you now, 5-5, if you're wondering. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) But, like, athletic. If you can be 5-5 but frightening. (laughs) I do want to just point out if you are a five five listener um being, <laughs> you're not upset you didn't take offense to that you didn't even mind it you didn't even hear it okay at 18 we meet carol ann fugate how old is she 14 13 he took a job at a particular factory to be near her like near her high school or middle i was gonna say her elementary school or um at one point he attempts to teach her how to drive with his father's car, but she crashes it because she's 13. I don't have the motor skills, honestly. <laughs> like I'm trying. I'm listening. But I don't have the motor skills. And yeah. I'm sure they're like, and why were you driving around with a 13-year-old? Yeah, like you shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah. Um, he is then banished from the family home. Oh, my God. Exiled. Mm-hmm. Um, so soon after, he becomes a garbage collector. Okay. And a nihilist. Oh, at the same time, that tracks. <laughs> uh, all right. 
we're giving up on everything. We don't care. Uh-huh. We're all about feeling good now. And we're very into gaining power over other people. Okay. All dead men are on the zone. So I'm feeling inferiority complex. Big time. <laughs> he had a big feeling that like, why the fuck should I have to be poor? Oh, I Oh, wait. I agree with wait. him. <laughs> But he didn't have it targeted anywhere, like anywhere productive or meaningful. Like he had abject rage toward everyone. Like it would be one thing to hate the rich or like the government, but he he hated everyone. A big chip on his shoulder. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Now we're at a gas station in Lincoln and we're livid at the attendant, Robert Colvert. Uh-oh. Um, Charles is mad because Robert will not sell him a stuffed animal, quote, on credit. So give it to him for free? I believe free. Okay. A gift for Carol Ann. His child bride? Bride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Charles left, and then he returned to the shop throughout the evening over and over again, each time buying a little, like, nothing item. Like, what are you trying to intimidate? What are you doing? Oh, my God. He's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Just to be like, I'm coming back. Yeah. Oh, like, never relax. Yeah. Uh. And then finally, he returned with a shotgun. He demanded money, and then he marched Colvert out to the car. He drove Colvert to a remote area. They fought over the gun. Colvert got injured in that fight, and then Charles shot him. What'd you do that for? But, like, for real, what the fuck? Yeah, for real. Happens today? Right. All of that over, like, a beanie baby. He didn't even get it, did he? That wasn't the point, brother. Right. Um, apparently we're not caught for that murder because the next update I have on him is like a few months later in January. Frankly, murders don't get solved. And like, check the facts and figures. I'm right on that. If the killer, if they're not an intimate partner, how would we connect it to them? Or like if the killer weren't in your immediate orbit, what do you want me to do about that? Yeah. Except for the cameras now like you can't like do that but back then i'm like oh my god this is never gonna yeah yeah for sure for sure (laughs) okay um january 58 okay he he went to find carol ann he knocked on the door her family were there and they tell him to fuck off okay they're like why do you come around try to hang out with her i'm wondering like yeah why was this going on for so long well he that i think is why he had to hang out with her after her school oh they didn't like no i don't think they would have allowed that they're he came to the home and they were like of course not yeah and what do you do? He breaks into their home and steals her. Like she's a baby being kidnapped. Like the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> and then drops her down the ladder. Uh-oh. Mm. <laughs> okay. He shot them both. Mom and dad. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he shoots them both, huh? Dead? Oh, no. Kendall, look at me. <laughs> what does he do? He then... Found her two-year-old sister, Betty Jean, and he clubbed her to death. Now, Annie, you're making it sound worse than it is. (laughs) Now, there's two sides to every story. (laughs) He did that? Yeah, dude. Why? Like, rage. Male rage? I don't know. A baby? Oh, my God. A fucking toddler? Two-year-old? Oh, no, no, no. He hid them all out back. And from here, we have a clear delineation between what he will tell you happened and what Carol Ann will tell you. Oh, God, Carol Ann. I know. According to him, she was there the entire time and pretty much had no problem with him killing her entire family. Oh, are you crazy? Fuck you. According to her, the 13-year-old girl, she arrived home 
and he met her with a gun and told her, your family are fine. They are tied up out back. And that like, if, if she cooperated with him, they'd be fine. And if not, he'd kill them. She goes, listen, stretch. <laughs> <laughs> he and Carol Ann remain in the home for over a week after that. No. And they're outside in the back. They're in the backyard. She doesn't know they're out there. No, well, I think she thinks they're out there, but they're they're bound. And she's like, if I don't go along, he will go out there and kill them. He's like miming, bringing them food and water. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh God. I mean, she's a kid. Like, I'm sure she's not even thinking about that. You know what I mean? I'm sure yeah, she's yeah. just like living in uh, terror and shock. Yeah. When anyone would arrive at the home, like many members of her family, um, like grandmother, they will come to the door and be like, where is everybody? And she would greet them and tell them that they're all laid up in bed. They all have the flu. Um, what? Then the grandmother came around, and when Carol came to the door, the grandmother told her, like, I'm calling Emma one, or whatever they had. Like, you are off, and I can feel that from you. (laughs) I'm calling for help here. (gasps) And then Charles and Carol Ann leave right before anyone arrived to check on it. Uh, Yeah. They're not gonna like what they find. Hell no, they're not. Okay, we're on the run. Um, they arrive at a farm belonging to an elderly man. He happened to be a family friend of the Fugate family. August Meyer. What? <laughs> uh, nothing. <laughs> of the Oscar Meyers. <laughs> that is really dumb. Okay. <sighs> okay. He welcomed them. Uh, he offered to help them get their car out of the mud. And while walking down with them, Charles shot him and killed him. And they don't even, they don't like hide out there. They don't take anything. They killed him and then moved right along. On foot? Mm-hmm. Uh, he killed the dog on that farm, too. Of course he did. He beat it to death with a shotgun. That's not how you use those. A shotgun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. According to Carol Ann at that farm, when she watched him kill a guy, she her, her little brain went, oh, fuck. Like, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. You're going to kill me. I mean, up to that point, she didn't know he'd killed anyone yet. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's actually capable of killing. Yeah, completely. And he was like her kind of boyfriend. I'm sure she didn't think that to begin with, you know? You wouldn't assume it of most people, even though they all are. We're all capable of killing. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Again, they're walking on foot. What the fuck did we do all that for then? While they're walking, two teenagers pull up, um, Carol and her boyfriend, Robert, and offer to give them a ride. And... Charles cannot be normal about it. He turns it into a violent thing. He made them drive to an abandoned area. And here he shot Robert in the back of the head. Why? I don't fucking know. Depending on what you read, he either did rape Carol or he attempted to. And then depending on what you believe, he either finished and then shot her or he became angry when he was unable to rape her and then shot her. Right. He will later claim... Yeah, I killed the guy, but Carol Ann killed the girl. But Carol Ann claimed to be in the car the entire time. Like, I didn't even know what you were doing till I heard a fucking gunshot. Dude, I was in the car playing Best Fiends. Don't bring them up. (laughs) Okay. Anything to pass the time. Strange. He just, like, literally stay in the car. Well... I don't know why. Well, she can't drive. Notoriously cannot drive. drive. (laughs) And, like, she had been obeying him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? He then drove them away. Or on the road again, finding people to kill. They drive to a wealthy area of Lincoln, and they kind of pick a home at random. It happened to be the home of local rich people, Lauer and Clara Ward. Where has he think this is going to end? I don't know. The couple are not home right then. 
are I wouldn't for now. <laughs> In lieu of the Ward family, he killed their maid, Lillian Fenchy, with a big old knife. Are you kidding? How can, he wanted? This is so many people. Yeah, he just walked into their house and killed the maid. Yeah, he knock knock, and like, aren't you mad about poverty? Aren't you here to kill rich people? You killed their maid. Yeah, she's like a two. <laughs> Even you. Okay. <laughs> uh, he then waited around for the couple to return home. In the meantime, what do you do? Uh, eat their food. Kill their dog. Stop. Okay. Don't even mention that they have a dog. Leave <laughs> that out. I'm like, never mind. I was going to complain about people being like, you're sad about a dog, but not a human being. I'm, but I'm not talking to them anymore. I'm over it. <laughs> um, the couple did not arrive home together. Clara returned home and he killed her. Oh my good. I walk in my home. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. Lying in wait. Weird thing about people who have other people working in their home. When you leave your home, you're not really in charge of like, are we all locked up? Like, your maid could open the door and let a guy in. Not my maid. I'll never let her open the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, killed the wife. He will later claim, yeah, I threw a knife at Clara, but Carol Ann ultimately killed her. I threw a knife at I her. I threw a knife at her. Hmm. When Lauer arrived home later that evening, he shot him, which like, I can't keep acting shocked by you. Okay. He then went through the home, collecting jewelry, anything valuable, and then he and Carol Ann get in the rich people car, an important detail, and they flee. We're headed toward Washington now. Wow. Which is how far from Nebraska? Pretty far. It's not neighboring. No, not neighboring. I'm neighboring. I'm no dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not. Um, And now rich people have been killed. Oh. So people care. (laughs) They're like two great Americans, their dog. And their half person made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The National Guard are involved now. Have yep. we gone to Carol Ann's house yet? Uh, I believe we have. Oh, so. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're going. Uh, the guard is going block by block in Lincoln. Like, they're not there. They're going to Washington. Okay. They're on the road again. And they need a new car. He knew that, that car they were in would draw attention. Yeah. Uh, how'd you figure that? Um, and they come upon a man in a car by the road taking a little nap. Merle. We're in Wyoming, by the way. They got to Wyoming. They got to Wyoming, which is between Nebraska and Washington. <laughs> Has to be. Gotta be. Poor, poor Merle. Okay. He went up. He tapped on the window to wake Merle up. Merle woke up to be shot to death. You're a fucker. You had to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mean guy. Um, he would later claim that Carol Ann killed Merle. What? Carol Ann's doing all this killing, huh? He called her trigger happy. The 13-year-old girl? Me? If Carol Ann shot that shotgun one time, she'd fly into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. She'd be in Washington days before you got there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. <laughs> and she also stabbed a grown woman. No. 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 And for why? Is she in denialism? Yeah, no. she's like, yeah, she's baby! Like- <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're in a Buick. We've taken it, Merle. Okay. Uh, but he can't drive the unfamiliar car. Dummy. People around them are like, are you guys okay? A man named Joe drove up to them, like, do you need help? To him, he's driving down the road and came upon two cars in the highway parked, and he offered to help. He got in the car trying to help with the, the brake lever, and then Charles had a gun on him. Uh-oh. The shotgun again. Joe is bigger than him. They're fighting over the gun. 
You've messed with the wrong bull. Bull? Get the horse? <laughs> and you'll get the horns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they fight over the gun. Joe ended up getting the gun. But while they were in their little fight, Deputy Sheriff William Romer pulled up. Now what's this? Hey, what the fuck have I come upon? Right. Oof. Carol Ann bolted to him, yelling for help. Oh my God. The cop knew right away who we're talking about. They're, they're a national thing. Um, meanwhile, Charles has already gone back in the original car and turned it around to go back the way they came from. The cop radioed for help or hollering after him. They fire a bullet into the car, which shattered the windshield. Uh-oh. I mean, yay. And he got hit with a shard. He believed he, he might be bleeding out. He is not. <laughs> he is actually not. He pulls over. I like can only assume to receive medical attention. Oh. He had a cut on his ear. All right. All right. He and Carol Ann are both taken in. Oh, come on. Think for one second. Here we go, Kendall. Okay. He told them immediately he had kidnapped her. Um, he admitted to everything. He did it all. Quote, she didn't have anything to do with it. She tried to get away. Yeah. Uh, but they charge her with murder. Guys, what are you thinking? At that point, she didn't even know her family had been killed. Oh, no. And picture you at 13. Like, we're talking about a little girl. And for me, she was about... I was like a... American Eagle size 10. So, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, trial for him. By now, we're claiming that Carol Ann did a lot of the killing too. He would flip back and forth on that in court. Uh, d- is she still charged or did they drop the charges? She's still charged? Mm-hmm. What? He got the death penalty. Um, he got the electric chair. He wrote a letter to family beforehand. No apology. Quote, I had fun. Okay, son. <laughs> Um, he died in 59. Okay, so is he staying true to the nihilism to the end? Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. The quick thing turnaround. Is, back then it was a quick turn. When they sentenced you to death, you actually died. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like today. <laughs> Not like today when I let you languish. Back to Carol Ann. We're back to the day of. By the way, they have a photo of her with her grandma. I think her grandma in a car. And she's in trouble. She's in trouble. Yeah. She shouldn't be. Free her. Free her free her though literally okay day of we're downtown waiting for information she were alternately weeping and then waiting quietly in shock like that day they had to medicate her yeah yeah i'm breaking down yeah the following morning she cried and yelled for her mother wondering why she couldn't call her family oh we haven't told you sheriff hefflin told the reporter at that point um i don't think she knew what had happened to her family when they informed her later that week. Later that week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Keep this on ice. She doesn't need to know. <laughs> um, she broke down. They observed her like making a doll out of tissue. Leave her the fuck alone. I'm cracking. Yeah. I'm doing weirdo shit. Yeah. And like little girl shit. That's not even that weirdo. I do that all the time. <laughs> and like she's just like completely broken. Yeah. She's like, um, I'm going to shut down. Of yeah. course. I'm going to go into like little kid mode and like yeah. I'm making a doll for myself. Like borderline catatonia here, guys. Yeah. Uh, they carry on and try her for murder. Guys. In court, she revealed that a day or two before murdering her family and kidnapping her, she had broken up with him. I wonder if that's related. I can't have you. I'll kill the people who I think are keeping us apart. Got it. Yeah. Okay. She talked about being terrified throughout the entire ordeal and afraid the entire time that he would drive back to her home and kill her family. Yeah. The judge, quote, did not believe her. 
What? He determined that pretty much she could have gotten away if she wanted to. She clearly wanted to be with him. What? You determined that? Uh, have you ever been held captive, oh, you fucking lunatic? My God. How the fuck are you going to determine that? Oh, my You could have gotten away. When, brother? At what point? You when? tell me. I did get away when I had the chance. And is it part of, like, the kidnapping statute that you have to have X many of attempts at escape for it right. to be considered kidnapping? Right. What the fuck is like, that? Like, no, you don't. Good point. You don't. Also, I'm 13. Anyone? Wait. To me, very much that thing where, like, if you're a boy, you get to be a boy till you're fucking 30. And if you're a girl, you turn 13. And people are like, bitch, whore, Eve with the apple. Time to determine if she is a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But her team, um, they're sure that Wyoming law enforcement will back her up. Um, like, they were there that day comforting her. And they watched her run to them. Um, and they heard her boyfriend day of talk about how she didn't do anything before he like changed everything around in court wait did the cops disappoint us kendall romer um the cop who pulled up day of and carol ann ran to him he claimed in court now out of the blue that carol ann had admitted to him that she had watched him kill her family what what Wild knowing that, well, when you had her in jail, that sheriff in jail literally told people, I don't think she's even aware right now that her family are dead. Like you had a day in your life where you had to inform her that her family had been killed. You don't remember that day? Yeah. Um, Sheriff Heflin flipped too. He went along with Romer. Um, he claimed that when she, when they brought her in, she had a clipping in her pocket related to her family murder. He made that up? That is psychotic. Uh, all of that, the media portraying her like a fucking 13-year-old femme fatale or whatever, and them fucking lying, a jury convicted her. She got life. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Then, okay, so what happened? <laughs> um, paroled at like 32. She moved to Michigan, began living quietly. She got married. Sheriff Romer kept talking about her in the media. At one point, he told the media that Carol Ann had had a plan during the little rampage when they knew they were going to get caught. She gave herself rope burn. That way, when they were caught, she could pretend that she'd been bound the entire time and play victim. Uh, but the thing with that, Carol Ann never mentioned in court having been bound. Like, she never tried to pretend that. The, their entire argument in court had been like, we know he didn't literally bind her, but she felt like emotionally bound to do what he wanted out of fear. So he's just, that's another like fanciful tale. You from made him. that up. Oh, you're actually fucking crazy. Yeah. It just is like, bitch whore. Right. That's unsaid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In her adult life, she tried over and over to get pardoned, um, denied every time. Um, they're kind of like, we pardon people who have done their crime and admit that but like in your application you keep claiming that you didn't do your crime and like fine but we can't we don't have the power to like declare you n not guilty got it um which i get but awful she was the victim of a crime <laughs> like a revenge crime too like you broke up with a guy and he killed your entire family and then you got punished and now we can't even pardon you but yeah, I mean, they keep getting denied. Even when she had like a relative of the Ward family lobbying on her behalf. But a relative of a different victim, Carol King, the teenage girl, her relative happened to be a man 
unfortunately. And he felt good about them denying the pardon. Yet Carol King, her body had been um, partially mutilated after the rape. And that made her relative feel like Carol Ann had done it. He attributed it to, quote, female rage. You know that infamous female rage that leads us to murder and mutilate bodies? She was catty, so she mutilated someone that her boyfriend raped because she was jealous of the rape. Is that what you're saying? Is that how you think women operate? Oh, brother. Female rage. Infamous female rage. Yeah, all right. I'm sorry, Carol Ann. Sorry to the 11 people he killed. I was going to say, like... In no, total, we're it's at a 11. Lot. Yeah. And he Shit. ruined her life. Yes, absolutely. Like, she's another victim. Yeah, absolutely. Doi. Okay. Well. Um, yeah, I had never heard of this. Oh, good. <laughs> How's okay. everybody doing out there? How's everyone feeling tonight? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So feel free to absorb that information. Feel free to share it. But as for where you heard it, tell no one. Goodbye. Goodbye.